Welcome, friends. My name is Trina Parnell, and I'm a mindset and strategy coach, and this is the shit they should have taught us in school. A while ago, my friend had asked me to do a podcast episode on my story, and I've been putting it off for months, and I couldn't figure out why. And then I realized as I was sitting there, the reason why I hadn't been doing this podcast episode was because I couldn't for the life of me understand why anyone would want to hear my story or really care. Stories are powerful things. I mean, really, a story, if you believe it, it's a belief. Your story, how you grew up, the things that you've dealt with, they are all small, tiny pieces at your belief systems and how you see the world. I think one of the reasons I hesitate to tell my story is because the story that got me to where I am isn't really my story anymore. There's no one day or timestamp where I can look back at my life and say that was when my life fell apart. But there is a day, a timestamp, where I can look back and say that was when I was reborn. It was spring in 2019. I was walking down the street and I made a decision. Decisions are funny things. They shape the very existence of our lives and yet all of us take them for granted. Anyway, I remember I had just had a horrible start to the year feeling heartbroken and alone, and I was walking on the sidewalk. I was with my dog, Ducky, and I passed under a lilac tree. And a thought that later would turn into a decision that would forever change my life came over me. 2019 was going to be my year. I had spent the past two years in a horrible depression, and I don't know what it was about this particular day or what made me have this thought, but I did. And then I went home and spent the rest of my day like normal. You see, I struggled with depression for the majority of my life. I would go in and out in bouts and waves. I participated in acts of self-harm, drug use, alcohol abuse. I was a misfit toy and I behaved that way. When my grandmother passed away in 2017, I fell into the darkest corners of my mind with no real hope to get out, and I lived there for over two years. I felt lost, overwhelmed, confused. I had all of these thoughts conflicting with each other and no real understanding of what it all meant or how to deal with it. Days, maybe weeks after this thought, I decided to act on it. And I made a decision that it was going to come true. I started getting curious and looking for answers. And as the years went on, I noticed myself getting better. At the end of the year, I look back at everything I had been through, and it was a year of loss. I lost friends, a job, a romance. And yet, it was one of the best years I had experienced. I started changing how I looked at the world. I started following my values, my rules. It's funny, you never know how much of a liar you actually are until you decide to start following your value for honesty religiously. 
I realized that my need for people-pleasing was stronger than my value for honesty, and sometimes in order to please people, you need to lie. I started realizing the other problems that came with people-pleasing. If I was always acting in ways to please other people, who am I to these people? Do they even like me for me? Or do they like the version of me that I've created that I know will please them? What is our friendship? I realized people-pleasing was a form of manipulation because with people-pleasing comes expectations. If I act this way, you will be pleased and therefore you will like me. When these realizations came to me, I decided that I wasn't going to be a people pleaser any longer. I started being honest with myself and with others, whether they were going to be pleased by that answer or not. I started teaching myself how to say no because people pleasers are great. Yes, people, but they do lack the skills on how to say no. And I started paying attention to where my expectations were. And when I did that, it opened up a whole new world for me. Because I realized I had expectations in almost everything that I did. I had expectations in my relationships. I had expectations in my career. I had expectations in my conversations. They were everywhere. And I noticed that when things did not go as expected, I would lose my shit. I would go into this panic mode. My need, my craving for certainty was at an all-time high. And when I realized this, I decided that expectations had to go out the window along with the people-pleasing. Because another word for expectations is perfectionism. Listen, there's nothing wrong with having a high standard, but when you have a standard that either nobody can reach or it's your way or the highway, things can get messy real fast. In 2020, I felt like I was on the other side of the darkness. I felt amazing. My panic attacks were gone. My anxiety was almost non-existent. And my depression was... I don't know where it went, but how? I became obsessed because if I figured out how, I could teach other people. And if I figured out how, I would never have to fear going back to that place again. I don't know if it is like this for other people, but there always seemed to be this cloud that was following me. It wasn't over me anymore like when I was in my depression, but it was looming, waiting, reminding me that it was a part of me and that I couldn't lose it. And I became determined. I started getting even more heavily into the self-development world and pulling apart everything I could. And then one day at the end of 2020, I was sent a video by my coach. And in this video, I watched this man demonstrate how someone can go from feeling depressed to excited in a matter of seconds. I was mesmerized. 
I started watching more videos of him. He would cure a man with his stutter. He would shift people's thoughts and feelings of being totally worthless and wanting to commit suicide to giving them a higher purpose. It was mind magic. And in that moment, I instantly became obsessed with Tony Robbins and I made a new decision. I was going to be the next Tony Robbins. I wanted to learn how to shift people's minds and how they saw themselves. I wanted to learn the skills and the talent that were able to save a person's life, whether it was from committing suicide or just living in this hole of darkness. In 2021, I signed up for my first event, and I have now completed, in the past two years, over 950 hours of training as both an attendee and a crew member of his team. He taught me what I did those years ago to get out of my depression. He taught me the how. And then he taught me the strategies I needed to propel myself forward. There is a science to success, and I've been putting the science to work ever since, and it's what I teach my clients. I think oftentimes we can get caught up in the tangible things, the $50,000 guarantee, the 1,000 plus followers, but we forget a mating ingredient that comes with those things. And that's how we feel about ourselves. Don't get me wrong. I would love an extra $50,000 in my pocket, but it's not about the goal. It's who you become to achieve the goal that matters. Everybody's selling the strategy, but if you don't feel good about yourself, that strategy is going to go to waste. Before this work, I didn't dare think about how much money I could make. I was just living to get by, and I was satisfied with that. I didn't think about changing the world because I didn't see myself as someone important enough to do it. My imagination only showed me possibilities of what I thought I was worth. And at the time, it wasn't very much. How we feel about ourselves, how we see ourselves, reflects how we show up in the world, our job, our business, our relationships. It's what determines our success and what determines our failures. Successful people fail all the time, but they believe in themselves enough to pick themselves back up and try again. When you doubt yourself, when you don't believe you are worth the fight, that is where the real problem is. It's not in the strategy. Dedicating my time and energy into how I see myself rather than vanity metrics or dollar bills has been the most valuable investment I could have ever made. And it's now given me the confidence that I need to believe I can do anything and achieve anything, no matter how many times I fall. The reason why I'm telling you this is because we all have stories. We have stories about how we see ourselves. We have stories about the things that we went through and why. And it's up to us to decide what stories we want to keep and which stories we want to throw away. I didn't go into the details of my depression and how I got there because those stories don't belong to me anymore. My life changed the moment I made a decision. I made a decision that 2019 was going to be my year. And when I proved myself right, it opened up a world of possibilities for me. 
So I guess my only question is, what decisions do you need to make to make 2023 your year? Thanks again for tuning in. This is Trina Parnell and the shit they should have taught us in school. I also have a new course out. It is called The Confident Mindset. So if you're interested, you can head over to theconfidentmindset.com. And we actually start on January 30th. So it is a couple days away, but I would love for you to come join us. It's going to be a blast. And thank you, Katie, for your beautiful artwork for the show. Danielle, for your inspiring sound. Um, I really, really appreciate you ladies and you adding your talents to the show. It's just so wonderful to have other artists here. And that's all for now. Until next time.